Welcome to By Design. I'm Lynn. And I'm Danette. Uh, this is a place where we talk about things of God and we encourage you in your homes and give you a little soul care too. Yeah, it's great. So we've been talking about um, the book of First Samuel in the Bible lately. Right. I think we're just going to keep, keep going with that. Keep maybe. going with yeah. it. It's, I don't know, it's where we are. It's what we're soaking in. Soaking in. So um, you'll want to head over to our website at bydesignpodcast.com. That's where we have all the links to the things we talk about in the books and the podcasts and the other things we mention in our conversations because we love to glean from other people that are smarter than us. <laughs> so right. that's where um, you can go and see all of all the things over there and follow us along on our social media platforms. Yeah, we're at By Design Podcast on both Instagram and Facebook. And then uh, we have links to follow us and subscribe on iTunes too on our website. Or if you're on an Android, you can download an app on your phone to listen. Like um, I don't know Android because oh. I'm, I'm an iPhone user, so okay. I just go to podcasts. Okay, well, I use Podcast Addict on my phone. Oh. There's like um, Podbean and all other kinds of apps you can download. Or you can just listen actually right on our website. Like there's oh. a play button. You know, see, there you go. You just listen. People, if it's you're at not the bottom. Technically, I am not technically savvy at all. My husband has to like literally show me how to do things. I'm just not that person. So there you go. Just go right to the website. Hit play. And hit play. <laughs> yeah. It's my type of thing. Oh. Um, so it's I love that you've been kind of creating a little bit too on the on the on the DL, thinking about things that you might be able to, you know, you made I just have to tell the people, I want you to share a picture. So you have to go to the podcast website by Design Podcast to see the picture of her gorgeous earrings. We had oh. we went to a, a funeral together mm. this week and you wore them. And it was sadly, it was a sad time, but I wore, her earrings were rocking. The night before I made earrings, yeah. Look at, like, hey, like, who does that? Who's like, I don't have any earrings to wear. I'm just going to make them. Not me. I know. I like, I don't know. I've been feeling... Like ultra crafty. I told you guys this recently. So will you share a picture of these really adorable earrings? Yeah, I think I'm going to be selling them. So yes, I'm going to make please. some. I want to buy a pair. Yeah. So. And like I have different colors too I can I, use in different designs. They were so pretty. And they're Thanks. light because you've made me a pair before that I've worn and they're, they're kind of dark. Oh, yeah. they're like, oh, plain ones. So I have plain ones too. So anyway. Oh, yeah. They're so pretty. These are made out of wood. So. Oh no, don't give it away. They need to go oh. to the website and see. Okay. There you go. Look at that. I'm being, oh no, 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 no bydesignpodcast.com and if you guys hear my stomach growl it's because I'm trying to order a sandwich on <laughs> Jim Jam's website and it's not working I'm so oh, hungry I can make you a sandwich <laughs> I have all the things to make a sandwich I can do that which oh. is I usually sometimes I don't have the stuff for a sandwich and can we just talk about a great sandwich like how life giving that is when you have a good sandwich and fresh I, crispy lettuce I don't think you can compare with Jimmy John's bread Lynn I can't. No, I've got Target Market Pantry wheat bread. That's really good for people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I have a bagel. One bagel left. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Anyway, it's hard to record things um, over your lunch when so you hear you're starving. Fast ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> I know. If you hear the ding dong, it's <laughs> then it's lunch. <laughs> okay. So we have earrings and you're hungry and. Salt. <laughs> I know. Oh, wait. On the back to making stuff, I've also been making stuff out of clay and concrete. Oh, Both things. see, that's that's my jam. We had everything concrete. My mm-hmm. my my father in law is a stonemason, and so yeah. we do everything concrete. I'm so excited about this. I'm excited for a bird bath. I'd like a bird bath made out of concrete. Oh, wink, yeah. wink. Oh, hey, I could probably figure <laughs> I think that out. My birthday's out. coming up. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> I yes, dude. 
Um, anywho. Okay. So I don't know how to do a segue <laughs> to solve after concrete. <laughs> right. So the Stone Age. <laughs> no, I've been studying about King Saul. Um, and even before he was king. So I'm also writing about this. Maybe someday I will hit the post button. I'm waiting for it, just so you know. I know. know. The things we talk about, it's so, I, I write so much about it. It's weird. And so I actually have even asked you, hey, can you just send, <laughs> send it me, to me? Send me your notes. <laughs> can you just... I'm really excited to I read know. it. And okay. I want to read it. And So I want to tell you guys this. I've been listening to um, sermons and reading um, reading uh, commentaries on King Saul and Samuel mm. and all this stuff. Cause I, I want to, I just devour things. Right. And there are so many different perspectives on King Saul. Mm. Like he's a complex fellow. He is. And, and I, I just, it's interesting to me because some people will see the things that he does and they will think, and they will say, we have to do a little background setup for who he is beca- right. for those who maybe just don't tell the know story. the story. Okay, yeah. So Can he, I tell the Bible story? <laughs> you are way better at starting with the stories. I will just read the scripture. We've talked about this. <laughs> Lindsay, it's a little out of context. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, can you please just tell the story? <laughs> so, once upon a time, <laughs> there was a nation called Israel, and they were wanting a king, and they really, really wanted a king, and they'd had judges in the past, mm-hmm. and Samuel was at the last judge, and God had told him that he was going to appoint the new king of Israel. So he did, and he was told it was Saul, and he was to get this guy. And you know what? Saul had a kid named Jonathan. Jonathan had a best friend named David. Okay, you guys following with me here? Yeah. So David is going to be anointed, though. Like he will be later. He is going to be the king. Right. But also, Saul was anointed, too. He was anointed. He was anointed, too. And you know what? David would not kill him. David would not kill him or fight back or... To take the throne. Because he was God's anointed. And so, anyway, there's... It's a pretty cool story. Anyway, so So Saul, though, was good. He brought David into his fold as a player. Like, can you play music for me in my kingdom? Like, this was going to be great. And then he got jealous and he started like getting really self-focused and operating in his own strength. And he turned into a really awful person trying to kill David. True. So, and you know what? Most of there's the, a lot in there that I left out. No, no, no. And it's it's great. M- a lot of what I've some of the commentaries and things that I've read, people were talking about um, how you know how could someone with so much promise right. start out and then end so bad. Um, but when I'm reading it, there are other people who maybe didn't always see so much promise in him either like maybe there were inklings and little red flags and hints of what maybe was really going people on that were really discerning you know there could be people that were like yeah there's something off with him i could keep my finger right. on it but let's just start by saying this there's something off with all of us amen you know what i mean and if so, we let that take root and follow that yeah and we let our feelings win out in our right. hearts so like if you if you take a step back and you you look at King Saul and we are going to talk about how he was chosen and found and you know found out and all these things um we can see the mistakes that he made along the way and mm-hmm. we could say hey how am I that guy yeah i don't want to be that guy right um, we have to we are so let's to. see ourselves in King Saul and let's also see ourselves in King David like oh, we can yeah. be both yeah we are both like we right. are messed up, prideful people, um, but we can also be running after the heart of God, mm. and and He is always there, wanting our repentance and wanting us to be restored. Yeah, and and that's the crazy thing. Um, one of the things, just through the study of this story, that 
is this beautiful picture to me is that God is in the right now moment. He's a God that sees behind and before, and he creates us for each of us for a relationship today. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of a story like King Saul, because I find myself asking the question, like I think many of us would ask, is why would God anoint him if he knew he was going to screw it all up? Right, because he wasn't surprised that Saul ended up being... But it does say, uh, I know he wasn't surprised, but it does say that he, um, oh, a few times it says that God was like... Um, I got to think of the word. Hold on. Let me find it. I have to find the exact word in the Bible. <laughs> Did not need to be right. <laughs> Let me flip the pages. No, but it says that he was grieved. Yeah. That he he chose Saul. So like, why would God choose him knowing all things? And I, and I think that is because um, he didn't even, but he saw Saul. For you us. think that he wasn't right there with him? Exactly. In the, yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the thing is we are all going, he doesn't choose us um, to be his people in you know, he doesn't love us because he knows we're going to make the right decisions and we're going to be a good king. Uh, he chooses us and loves You're us because form well for me. That's yeah, not why. but that's the thing. We look at these stories and we and and we say, well, why would God even waste his time then if he? But you know what? That life mattered. His he created Saul for a purpose, and and he was right there with him, wanting his repentance, wanting Saul to want him. Mm-hmm. He gives us all that opportunity. Does he know we will refuse him? And some of us will make big, ugly mistakes. Yes. But that doesn't, but that's the beautiful thing about God being in the right now. It doesn't disqualify us, though. That's a beautiful thing. Like, I I love that. Like, the Bible is full of giant screw ups that God chose to use. Yeah. Giant screw ups. I know. One of the things that I wrote down is I've been like journaling and things is like the Bible is the perfect, like, not Instagram feed. Oh, yeah. It's the, it's the, the ugly, the not, it's the screw up real. Yeah. It is. It's It's the B, it's the B side. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he like he totally did. He picked he picked the guys that, you know, look at Gideon. Look at look at David. He still screwed up. Yeah. But he had a heart after God's own heart, you know. Well, I want to let's talk about King Saul. And yeah, so start start it off there. Okay. How did he get chosen? Well, he was um it says that he was a Benjamite man of standing. Well, that was his father. His father was a man of standing. His name was Kish, son of Abiel. And so he had this impressive son who was a head taller. We, we hear that he's like, imp- there's no one else like him in the land of Israel. Like he's really tall. He's really handsome. Saul. Saul. But he, and his father um, is, maybe they're from a small clan. We hear that throughout the story. But his father is actually a man of standing. So he has a, maybe a good business. Maybe they have, a, you know, a pretty good life. He, he, we know he has a servant that goes with Saul out when he's looking for the lost donkeys. That's right. that's what starts um, Saul out on this journey is like his dad has lost some donkeys. So he sends his son out um, into all the neighboring territories to try to find the lost donkeys. And he happens to run into um, Samuel. Right, because they're asked, they're trying to find out where the donkeys are, and so um, Saul's servant is like, "Hey, I hear there's a man of God who's a seer. Let's go ask him what he knows." Now, when I'm, I in some of the commentaries I've read, people are like, "Look at all the territories Saul went around to, and he did such due diligence, like actually, yeah, out looking for the sheep, and and then he's concerned that his dad is going to be worried about him because that's one of the things you find in the story." Um, and I think it, there's obviously some truth to that, right? He was. There was maybe good points to him. But what I want to say is, hard. why is he so concerned? Like what I see when I, read, when I read through these stories is a man who is really concerned about what people think. And that's ultimately his downfall. It is. Yep. And so, I don't know. I just think, He's you know, so concerned for performing for his dad. But the thing is, is if you are a man who's out, like what if, 
wouldn't he have concern for his dad's business in the estate? And obviously his dad cared him enough to send him out looking for these donkeys. So my question is, shouldn't he be concerned about the things his dad is concerned about? He did care about what his father thought, thought and that his father would be worried. The other thing that I notice in this story is that King Saul, or he wasn't a king then, but Saul didn't even, like, he didn't know that there was a man of God in the neighboring town. It was all sovereign though, right? This is all part of God's I know, story. but his servant did. Uh, so these are Israelites. Yeah. So um, Saul is one of the people in the generation who's raised up who maybe didn't see right. the glory of God come right. through for them, like God's hand in. Maybe their family wasn't the, believers. They weren't telling the stories well, over and over. They could have been, He could have, but maybe they were just stories to him. Yeah, wasn't you know? real life God. Yeah, he didn't have a heart maybe like Samuel, who he's about to meet. Obviously. And so I, I don't, I know, I see all those inklings of things that, um, you know, he, he could have been a sensitive man who cared about his father and all these things. But at the same time, you know, when he, he's this man who's really outwardly beautiful and we have to remember who people are mm. and we all trip over beauty and we all trip over. We don't expect much from beauty. Like pretty people. We, right. we, we just, they were so pretty. We don't, we don't expect as much from them, whether we like think about that just for a hot second. Like we don't. But I'm just saying, like we surround ourselves with people that, um, I'm, okay, right. But I'm just saying like how many times though, when it's like somebody who's like, you know, like, like Hollywood beautiful. Okay. We just say like, and they're funny and they're beautiful and they're like, you know, like, and it's like, yeah. But there's no, we don't care, like, are they kind? Are they, like, right. you know, we don't really expect but, much from them when they're beautiful. We just expect... We don't, we don't have to ask all the other questions because, no. well, it's enough, though, to us. Like, right? we're all... Oh, I know. It's so twisted. We're enamored by it. Yeah. It's, yeah. And so, there's a little bit of this Disney fairy tale story it's in this. Like, it's pride, right? Because we want to we wanna be friends with the pretty people. You know, we want to be noticed by the... Right. Right? Isn't that bizarre? Yeah. Yep. And I know. And so, when I've, I've read this story of Saul a few times and, and just see him, you know, this man who is wandering around looking for these donkeys. And then a little bit later, you know, he, he when they do enter into the town. <laughs> I tried not to laugh. This giant, great looking man who's yeah. looking for some lost donkeys. Well, no, he is. He's like, what? No, I he's, know. It's just, just picture that. But I'm just saying, like, he stuck out. Have you all seen my donkey? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, but so here he is. He's, you know, scouring the countryside yeah. looking for his father's lost donkeys. He has a servant with him and he's something to look at. And so, mm. you know, it, we see in a little bit that um, it's like in chapter nine verses, around tw- verse 12, like he runs into a group of girls who freely give him all the information about where Samuel is. And um, I just think we have to remember that these people, I mean, it's a different time, but um, I'm pretty sure a lot of They're things... still human. Right. Things came easy to Saul in that respect where he was used to people seeing him and their heads turning because there were, it says there was no one else like him in Israel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. I One of the things that I'm thinking about as I'm reading this is like a little bit later when he can, when he meets up with Samuel and Samuel's like, you know telling him, come and eat this dinner with me because God has already told Samuel, this is the man that I've chosen to be king. He's going to come to you tomorrow. And when Samuel sees him, God says, this is him. And he's like, okay. So Samuel offers Saul like a meal and he's coming to me and I'll tell you all the things in your heart. And Mm -hmm. and then um, Saul's answer is, but am I not a Benjamite? I'm like from the smallest tribe. Is my clan not the least of all the clans? Why would you say this thing to me? Mm. Um. People see that as humility, I've read. Like, you know, look at him, what he's saying. Like, he saw himself as small. And I, and maybe right. he did. Um, he, he knew he was, you know, he was from the smallest clan. But at the same time, I wonder if he was saying, 
why are you saying this to me? You know, do you like want skeptical? I think he might be a little skeptical. Like he's so used to everything. You know, maybe he thinks it has something to do with him. Him. He sees more of himself in every situation mm. than God at work. Right. You know what I mean? Even well, it was his ultimate downfall, right? Was yeah. his pride in himself. Like he didn't get out of his own way. Like mm-hmm. he. So I don't know. I just it, it's funny to me how when he says that, why would you say such a thing to me? You mm-hmm. know, it's interesting to me because yeah, because like my knee jerk reaction when he said that was, oh yeah, he was humble. Right, but the heart once. of man is tricky and it's deceitful above all things, like the Bible says. And and I can't speak for Saul, Mm-mm. but um, I do know that pride was his downfall. And, um, you know, he didn't, like, he needed the approval of others, as you read the story, more than he needed the stamp of God on his life. So, like, when um, he was the man, and then even after that, he's given all these examples of you'll meet a God, you'll meet three men going from Bethel. And when you see them, they're going to be carrying goats and three loaves of bread and they'll give you these things. And it's it's God always confirming to him that he chose him. Mm. But does Saul see that as truly God's work or does he just think it has something to do with himself? I got chosen. Here I am. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's twisted. Um, yeah, but that's funny. It's just, it's like red flags to me um, because he seems, to, he appears humble and is unassuming, right? And that's what we think that might appear to be the reason why he asked that question. That question, I think it could be that, but pride is subtle and sneaky, and it's always telling us more than we are. Um, Absolutely, and we—it's something that every human being struggles with, either self-deprecating, you know, like yeah, or or pride, full-blown pride, because mm-hmm. both is right. And then even just uh, right a few sentences after um, he's worried about his father. This is in the first part of chapter nine. But then when they get to, um, you know, they're going to go see the seer. Saul is again worried about what gift am I going to give this guy? Like, if I go see this. If he looks bad. Like, what if I look bad in front of this dude? Yeah. Right? Like, he's worried about that. Yeah. He's yes. worried about it looking bad. Right. I mean, I saw, you know, maybe he wants to do the right thing, but um, I yeah. don't know. So anyway, um, I think we're tempted when we see the full, when we can see the full story like we have, I think we're tempted to just see... Um, you know, God's hand and he'll bring the people. He'll, he, he, um, brought the man with the loaves of bread and then the, the girls telling him which way to go. Like we can see God's hand in it, but what did Saul see? That's the thing. When he was in the moment, um, he was offered a meal and a place of honor at that table. But like, did he balk? Um, because. Right. So like, let's, let's make this applicable. So when something happens, like let's say something actually happens great, you know, we are given the promotion or we're given, you know, a gift or whatever. Do we, is it because we feel like we deserve it and we're entitled to that? And wow, I just happened to be at the right place at the right time. Or are we willing to see that as, as a gift from God, like mm-hmm. the people around us and just being thankful, like for opportunities and being, you know, like when God opens the door or when he, Seeing it for that and knowing that mm-hmm. it's nothing that I've done, you know, but God's meeting me where I'm at and he's either um, encouraging me in something or maybe it could even be a challenge that can be a blessing, right? Like, right. so like, are we willing to see ourselves in it or are mm-hmm. we wanting to see God in it? Right. So yeah, like, so cause we, ha- we have to do that. We have to take God's word and see ourselves in it, like, and what this means for us. Mm-hmm. So how quickly and how easily it could be, or, or are we looking at people? For to give them things because we want them to notice us. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to be their favorites or we want to be their, you know, or are we we loving people not for a reward. You know, a lot of people will 
just be kind and do good so that we can get the reward. No, 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 mm-hmm. no. Because then you don't trust people. You know, how do I know you're never coming to me because you just want something? You know, mm-hmm. like how like how do we know that difference? And so if we're just going with pure heart motives of love and because God's loved me and given me so much, I get to give to mm-hmm. you. Or, you know, I just feel like that's where we have to just keep doing our, our heart checks of... Right. And even in this situation where, um, you know, Samuel, who is the prophet and the judge, uh, he told Saul that he's chosen, right? Yeah. He's been chosen to be king. And, um, you know, it's possible that Saul felt inadequate you know like he didn't want the he didn't want to be king it doesn't sound like he was hiding actually when they get to the point where they they call out the clans and they go through all the clans and they cast lots and you know Saul knew it would be narrowed down to him and Samuel knew but God was allowing the the lots to be cast for the people to see that it was God's choosing yeah anyway so it makes its way it lands you know on um Kish's family and Saul's chosen and Saul's hiding in the back in the baggage and they they, the people of God ask, the Israelites are asking, well, where is this guy? And God speaks and says, speaks to through Samuel and says, he's hiding behind the bags. Mm. So like he didn't, it, that's the thing is Saul is a conundrum. You know, yeah. he's this, this man who is made beautiful and tall and, and chosen by God. I wonder God. though, if he just, if he just, he knew he couldn't handle it. Right. So it wasn't out of humility, but it was out of like, I, I, I know I'm jacked up like this or, you know what I mean? Like feeling that inadequacy and, and right. operating out of fear. And he's someone who his whole life, I'm sure that he, he, people had commented on his looks. Right. I mean, seriously, it is said that he was, it says that there was no one, no one like him in Israel. Right. And, and so when he stood up and people saw him stand and he, he took that stance, they were like, yes, long live the king. This right. is the guy. We right. want him because they, the, the whole other side of this. Because we're enamored by beauty. Right. Yeah, they were wanting, they wanted to, one of the things we haven't touched on yet is like the Israelites, you know, at this point, God was delivering them out of all the battles. They were people with, they didn't even have like weapons and swords. They had plowshares and things that, you know, tools for mm-hmm. for working the land. Like they weren't um, people known for going into battle and winning be- because right. of their, because they fought the battle and won. God always won the battle for them. Right. They wanted to be like the other nations. And God said, okay, I'm not enough. Okay, since obviously, like, I feel like that is just such a, isn't that us? It's never good enough. Even God shows up and he makes a way. And we're like, yeah, but Mm -hmm. look at them. Look what they have. And mine's not as shiny and as great as theirs. Like, how easily that can be us. You know, they wanted a king. They wanted to be like the other nations. And God said, fine. Right. But it does say that God heard their cries. He heard their, yeah. But that's the thing. If that's one more of those reminders to us that God is right there. He listens to us. He he knew that they were, they wanted. He was establishing his line though. This was like, he wasn't surprised oh, by any of it. I don't think that he was surprised, but mm-hmm. I do believe he's right there in it with oh, them. Absolutely. He heard their cries. Absolutely. And he gave them a king and he knew that they, that it would, they would suffer for it. But yeah, he also knew that, um, I don't think they were backing down. Like no. they, they were, they wanted a man and he's like, okay, here you go. Here you go. Let's, you know, this is, this is what's next. It's time. You're. Yeah. And it was time, you know, yeah. like it was like God, God doesn't just do stuff out, out of, outside of his own will. You know what I mean? Like it was still all. Right. Sovereign. But so. he, he still loved these people. Absolutely. He loved his people. And, um, you know, they, I don't know. I, there's just something about this story. So he that, gave it a king like that. And he also took him away. 
right? right. Yeah. Like when time was up, right? Time was up. And yeah. so, like, God is patient and long suffering with us and wanting us to be restored. Right. It's kind of like you're, when your kids are begging you for something and you kind of know how it's going to end, but you, you do give it to them in the moment. You know, you're like, okay, let's do this. You can have this next thing. But it, at, at some point, they mess it all up and you've got to, You've got to take it away. And then you have the consequence of right. like, oh, I know. Right. See, but you, you knew, you knew. You want the best for them. You want them to do the best Natural with it. You give them, you give them the opportunity. But isn't that how we learn? Like yeah. I do that with my kids all the time. Oh, you think that's a good idea? Okay. Right. Like, especially as they're getting older, because I'm not like mm-hmm. the heart, like the, the lessons have been taught. Yeah. Now we're just helping them apply it, you know? So it's like, oh, you, you think it's smart to wear no coat? Okay. Mm-hmm. Have fun at recess. Yeah. Like, not my problem. You know better. You know, natural consequence. Mm-hmm. You think you should eat all that cotton candy and ice cream? Okay. That's a great choice. <laughs> right. You're puking in the bathroom. I'm not going to say I told you so, <laughs> but like, it's true. Right. We're such, we're such children and I've mm-hmm. been there too. Like, I'm there. You know, I, I do the same thing with... There's over. There's so many overarching things in this story where the people are asking for a king to go before them. And they already have the answer. They have a king over them, but they want a man in front of them that they can see. They want someone who's going to represent, who's going to lead them into battle. But the the interesting part is, is that they why do they want it? Because they want other people to see a man leading them into battle. We're they want to be good as you. They want to be seen. They're comparing, by, yeah. And they were a people that were supposed to be set apart. Yes. This was not the people for the people of God, right. but they wanted to be like everyone else. And so, it, you know, that's, there's so many things in this story, but like we have to, we have to see ourselves in the Israelites, you know? Absolutely. Um, I don't know. And, and even King Saul, you know, when he was, he was chosen and even in his choosing, he, you know, maybe he saw himself as not enough to do this job. Who knows the reason why he was hiding? Only God. But at the same time, when God calls us to do something and gives us a job that we don't feel worthy of, um, we might just, maybe we have the face for it, but we don't have the heart for it. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to believe in his power to show up in there, in that. And so over and over, mm, yeah. Saul saw more of himself and his weakness right. than he saw his God yeah. there with him. And so that's the thing. Who are, who are you seeing more of? Are you seeing more of yourself when you look in the mirror? Are you seeing... The God who made you and called you, right. and cho- who's chosen you, and so he, and He will qual- and He will give you what you need for right. today. Like you know, like the, he He'll He's going to give what He commands. You know, He's right. not going to leave you in a lurch. Like yeah, we yep. can trust Him. He is trustworthy. You right. know, and it's such a it's such a good story of just there's so much in believing the, in this. who believing who God has called us to be and standing on His promise and standing on. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. So listen, if you're following with us through through uh, the books of Samuel as we're kind of walking through it and soaking in it, we want to hear your thoughts on it. So when we post this and go to our Instagram feed and send us like comment what what, what God's showing you in it, because I love that God uses his people right. to, to shine lights on different things, you know, different things that maybe we haven't seen or you hadn't seen before. We want to we wanna hear from you because I think that's what makes us sharper. Right. And, you know, part of the reason we're talking um, in depth so much about Saul, I mean, in these details about maybe what he was thinking or who he was or what it, what was it like to be like 
be him in this situation is because we have to make it real to us. You know, we want to look here and see what God has for us. And we got to bring these people to life. Like, what do we really think? No, we don't want to read past all these things in the Bible and just get to, you know, the end of the story where... Like, and unchanged. Right. Like let's get to let's get to the part where it was David and he's he slain. slaying Goliath. Right. Let's know? get to that part. Well, actually, yeah. let's look at this guy and where did he go wrong? Yeah. And you know, God did choose him and for that time. All, that could be all of us. Yes. And so, anyway, we're just we're trying to wrap our he- our minds around. Um, I don't know these these other saints, right? Yeah. Yeah. The people of God and where they've fallen short. And, um, I'm and, gonna start calling my children Israelites. <laughs> yeah, right. When they start doing stuff, I'll be like, you're adopted. Oh, Come on, Israelites. <laughs> right. Let's go. Oh. They'll just turn back around and call me an Israelite, though, because that's, that's mm-hmm. us. <laughs> yeah. And Jeremiah 17 9 says that sin is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? Mm. I think we have to remember that about our own hearts. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's um, sin is very deceitful and we always, we tend to see ourselves in him. That's his chief. That's his chief tool to use is just deceiving us. Just that little. Like that was the first lie. Like the, one of the first lies in the, in the garden when yeah. when Eve said to him, "You know, God told us not to eat of this," and he said, "Did he?" You know, like he just yeah. like just that little mm-hmm. hmm, to make us doubt. You know, that's our first. So let's let's just be guarding our hearts against things that are. Um, causing us to doubt and to question uh to make us feel like we're we we can do it on our own mm-hmm. amen i have uh one other thing i wanted to share with you guys it's a quote by spurgeon it's interesting uh he has a sermon it's called hiding among the stuff where um he's showing both believers and unbelievers how they're hidden among the equipment and um, they're kind of a- avoiding the crown that god has for them so he's talking about king saul Uh, before he's anointed and how he's hiding among the equipment. And this is what Spurgeon says. He says, There may be some of you here present who may be doing precisely what Saul did, only you are doing it more foolishly than he did. He did hide away from an earthly crown, but you hide from a heavenly one. Ah, that's great. Yeah. Spurgeon, you know what? We don't need to say anything more. Spurgeon, let's end with him. Right. Let's not hide from who Our God. heavenly God. Right. Yeah. Who we are in Christ. We're crowned yeah. people. Amen. That's beautiful. Mm. Man, make sure you head over to our website. You'll, we'll have it there and uh, you'll be able to, to see all the things we talked about and also pick yourself up a really cute pair of earrings. So, <laughs> yeah. I've, heard, I've got for to get spring and summer. Like, guys, yeah. seriously, I'm really excited about these. So, okay. Bye. Bye.